Welcome to this How to Handle a Wet Meeting of Euro Fa 2012. My name is Søren, and I'm an alcoholic from Denmark. Can we start the meeting with a short period of silence, please? Thank you. This is the AA preamble. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strengths, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization or institution. Does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics to achieve sobriety. About anonymity. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Thus, we respectfully ask that AA speakers and AA members not be photographed, videotaped, or identified by full name on audio tapes or, and in published or broadcast support reports of our meetings, including those reports on new media technologies such as the Internet. The assurance of anonymity is essential in our efforts to help other problem drinkers who may wish to share our recovery program with us. And our tradition of anonymity reminds us that AA principles come before personalities. This meeting is recorded. When sharing, please only identify with your first name and the city you are from. This is a panel presentation. We will begin with a speaker sharing on the topic for about 40 minutes, followed by an open sharing. While the meeting are open for anyone to attend, participation is limited to those who have desired to stop drinking. Please welcome our speaker, Abnew from Iceland. Uh, Okay. <laughs> uh, the reason I sit here today is because I I know a few people in the IPA thing in, in Scandinavia and they were asking for people to speak and I was helping them finding speakers and, and, and one day they asked me to speak. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> When I was asked to speak, I was, uh, I was asked to speak on the topic of working with others. And I, <laughs> one, one deceased AA member was asked how to prepare for these things. He did a lot of weekends and whole weekends, speaking whole weekends. And he he's answered that by, well, you start first drink whiskey for 20 years. That's a good start. <laughs> uh, I... I, I 
what I'm about to say is, is, is when, I, when I got here, the, the topic had been changed to how to handle a wet, and, and, I, and it, that, that sentence is missing a noun, so my first thought was how to handle a wet bed and, and wet, <laughs> wet ears and wet water, wet whatever. Um, because I'm, 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 I'm in AA because I, I, and I'm still an AA member because I'm a bathwetter, I'm a puker, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bum, I'm a, I'm a man that sacrificed his life for, to, to put my life on pause for the next weekend. And that paused my dreams, that paused my hopes, that paused my everything. And I, I get into AA and I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you people. I had seen the steps on the wall a few years before and I just knew that AA was f bullshit. And I, <laughs> I had nothing to, I woke up November 13th of 2000. It was one of those days. I couldn't get out of bed, I couldn't stay in bed. I couldn't stand, I couldn't sit, I couldn't, no, I could do, you know, I could smoke a cigarette, but I couldn't get anything out of it. I, it was like I was in, in, in uh, yeah, I was in, 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 I was thinking. And on Wednesday, I, I go to meet a friend for a job, and, and she asks me, are you an alcoholic? And, and here I am. She sends me to an open AA meeting, and there was this blonde, middle-aged lady there speaking about being arrested and doing prison time and, 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 and doing cocaine and, and go, fleeing the country, going to America. and, and oh. I, I had no clue. I had no clue. I had no clue what A was about. I had no clue about anything, but I thought I knew. After five months of, of, of waiting for nothing to happen, uh, I gave up and I walked into this, just bumped into this guy at a, at a meeting that I didn't attend, I just went there after the meeting. I was, desperation, I know what desperation is. It's a state of mind. It's, a, it's everything was telling me, go work the steps. Everything. The graffiti, uh, throw away chewing gum, everything. And I walked into this meeting, and this guy who had asked me how I was doing or something on a previous meeting, he, I asked him how to help me yeah, just to, to show me what this that bullshit looks like, to give you a pretty direct trans translation. And, and we started reading the book. And I didn't know what what we were doing really. We were reading this book, and there's Bill guy, and, and there's alcoholism, and there's a physical allergy, and there's a mental obsession, and there's this. I don't really know. And one, <laughs> in one session, I, I before one session, I had had I had written this this critique for a for a for a magazine called Sound about the Bell and Sebastian album. Um, uh, uh, called Tiger Milk, and, and the critique I, I wrote with my with my brother-in-law, and, and, and it was basically 
uh, homosexual crisis of, of some sort music. And, and, and I saw that CD in, in my sponsor's uh, living room when he was making tea, and, and, and we read the, uh, something from the big book, and then he said, now it's time to slaughter the hen, and he went down on his knees, and we did the third step prayer. And, and a, f- a few weeks later, we are reading uh, from the big book, and, and I would like to read that for you. And it goes something like, it went something like this. Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. And then he said, stop, 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 stop. What was that? Read that again. Practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> what do you think that means? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know how. I, I, knew that, I knew that there were guys in AA that raised their hand. They raised their hand at the end of the meeting, and I thought, who the fuck do they think they are? And my thought when I came to AA was people were asking me if I had a sponsor, if I had, if I had, a, you know, I'd bought the big book, if I, how I was doing, you know, really tough questions. And, 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 and who do they think they are? And I, I remember thinking one of two things in meetings or something that was a mix of, that guy is that guy is gay. Uh, back then, I thought that was a really bad thing, and 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 that guy is full of shit. That guy is is faking spiritual experience. That guy is blah 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 blah. I was judging people, and I thought because I'm I'm so judgmental. I'm so I'm so I'm such an asshole. Right, really, I'm such an asshole. I, I know how everything should be, how everybody should be, how everyone should think, how every, everything. And, and I, I, you know, he, he, he had me read this, and he said, after we read Working With Others, he, he, my sponsor said, now it's your time, and I didn't know how. And it wasn't humility, uh, you know, he, don't do the false humility, kids. <laughs> and especially with wet drunks. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I went out and I, I started raising my hand really at meetings. People were asking for sponsors. And it's not that tough. Let me see. If, can you raise your hand? It doesn't really, you know, it's 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 easy. <laughs> it's it's most people can do it. I know one A member that doesn't have any hands, and and he still sponsors, you know. <laughs> you don't really have to raise your hand to sponsor people, and and, and I, I, I nobody was taking. You know, this doesn't do anything, really. This is. And this isn't a, this isn't Herbalife. This isn't this isn't multi-level marketing. 
it's not a it's not a chain system where everybody is waiting to get in, into your level in the line or 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 some bullshit like that. It, it's it, 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 people. I didn't go to that guy because you know he had you know he just showed me some attention at a meeting, and that's the truth. That's the only reason. I asked him. I, I wasn't able to make a judgment call about his level quality of sobriety or what. I got lucky. I can tell you that that guy has has, you know, I've after 17 months sober, I, I was you know really dishonest, you know, really dishonest relationship, and, and I, I I was I called him crying, just crying. And, and, you know, knowing that I was going to a bar in Reykjavik. I just knew. And I was cr- and not crying because of the girl and the relationship. Not only. I was also crying because I was going to that bar and I couldn't stop it. And I called him. And, and, and he, he directed me another way to the west of Reykjavik. And, and, and I was lucky with the sponsor. But he he's of the opinion that, that and this is not... My opinion. My opinion is really complex, and, and, and uh, the most dangerous thing in AA, he says, is or said was was that we have something other to work with than the big book. That when we are working with newcomers or we're, we are we are doing AA, that we have some other sponsor manual than the big book. There is a lot of other helpful stuff. Physiotherapy has saved my back. You know, I've been assaulted three times by AA members. You know, getting so stiff in my in my neck, I couldn't turn my head right as I'm doing now. See, but I still have pain. There's a lot of good stuff out there, but I, I'm raised in a believing that we 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 use the book, and there's good stuff in the book. What are we supposed to do? And if if I if I read here from from, it's in the second chapter. It's 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 really. Early in the book, it says, highly competent psychiatrists who have dealt with us have found it sometimes impossible to persuade an alcoholic to discuss his situation without reserve. Strangely enough, wives, parents, or, and intimate friends usually find us even more unapproachable than do the psychiatrist and the doctor. And then we have italicized, which means important in the big book, just for your reference. But... The ex-problem drinker who has found this solution, who is properly armed with the facts about himself, can generally win the entire confidence of another alcoholic in a few hours. Until such an understanding is reached, little or nothing can be accomplished. That's my job description. That is my job description. You know, I, and to, give you, to, to give you one opinion, I, I believe that the most important thing we have and the most important, if there is a requirement for working with others, the mo- the, I, th- I think we have three requirements. We need time. If we don't have time, it doesn't matter how great our story is, how great our recovery is, we are not able to be of help. Time is the most important thing. And these guys will call you in the middle of the night and they will call you crying, they will call you drunk, they will call you about to drink, they will SMS you about things and you will have, you know, I've, you know, I've gotten SMSs about, 
when you read this SMS, I will be have begun drinking my first beer and, and, and you know, shit like that. They are drama creatures. <laughs> God damn, they, they are dramatic. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. Yeah, just like the rest of us, absolutely. The second most important thing is to have fucked up your life. I qualify. <laughs> because I, I, I believe strongly in, in not being like Moses of the Bible. Walking down the mountain with the, two, with the stone tablets and, and telling the people how to live. I believe strongly that this is not the way a is supposed to be done we are not here to tell people how to live we are showing them a way to live and i am not doing this because i am better than or i the only reason that i am at a meetings is that i believe i lost the power of choice and drink and it has never come back i have and I, you know i can go into Philosophy for a long time about choice and not no choice and, 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 and real choice and whatever, but I think I need to, to be an AA member to have sobriety. And the third most important thing is to have done something about it. If you have done something about it, you have something to share. If you have written inventory, you can tell an alcoholic how to write inventory even if you're doing it wrong. A wrong, badly written inventory is better than no inventory at all. Just like having time is better than not having time. I, my first 12-step call was, was, we were at the Eleanor Club, and, and, and my, my, my stepbrother and I, we are dragged into, yeah, we are asked if we can go on a 12-step call. And we're seeing a lady. She's been shooting speed for 25 years at that time. To the best of my knowledge, she's still alive and she's still shooting speed. And it's just next door to the club, literally. It's just across the street. And I didn't really realize what I was doing there. I was just being an A member going on a 12-step call, didn't know what I was doing. I fell asleep on the sofa, and the sofa was full of needles and, and shit, and, and it wasn't pretty. But I started trying raising my hand at meetings, and nobody would take be a, nobody would, you know, come up to me because I I looked like a serial killer basically. I I I I I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't look sober. I, I had no money. I had no. You know, sense of how to dress. I, 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 I still thought that that going to get a tan was was some that something that other people did, and and I was yeah, I was still a bit, bit crazy. And and I, <laughs> and I went to my sponsor, and he said, "Why are you asking them? Why are you waiting for them? They're sick. Just walk to, up to the next guy and, and and tell him I'm your sponsor." And I did, and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that worked with some and it didn't with others some some guys got really paranoid <laughs> and and 
And who can blame them, really? I, I got a correspondency and I, I showed him how to read inventory, uh, write inventory. I didn't know how to write inventory myself. I just did something, and and he did. And, and, and in his fifth step, I fell asleep, and and and, <laughs> and woke up, and 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 we. I just did something, but it's the that lady that was shooting up on speed. I had a few few ideas about. Alcoholism, and that lady helped me. At a point in time, some maybe two years over, maybe three years, I don't know. I, I'm in a meeting, and I've I had this thing that I I, I in the beginning I didn't know if I was an alcoholic because I never really wanted to stop, really, I just didn't remember. I'm standing at the podium and I'm saying, who really wanted to stop? Who really wanted to stop but still picked up? She raised her hand. There's a description in the, in the, in the, in the chapter to the wives that about the first husband and the second husband and the third husband and the fourth husband and levels of alcoholism. And, you know, I'm score a full house for one husband, one and two, a uh, lot of the three, and you know, thinking about that stuff, you know, because I've never had anything to lose, really. You know, I was just a punk. I was, the, I was, a, I was a useless piece of shit, really. I never had anyone, any friends to betray or, or nothing, really, you know. No, not as much as a, a lot of other people, but, but I flipped that around. What do I need to do to stay sober? And I, I find that in the description of each individual husband, and, and husband number one is not an alcoholic, by the way, uh, that I need to, to work a, do AA as seriously as someone who has really, you know, to, to give you an example of a friend of mine who has betrayed his friend, lied to the, to the, yeah, whatever, that he, not him, but his friend had stolen the money and proven the point by using the key that his friend gave him to the, to his apartment and sneaking into his apartment in the middle of the night and shooting his knees off with a shotgun. Yeah. I've never done that. I'm sorry, I'm not an alcoholic. No. <laughs> I've never done that. But, but I know that, you know, I know that, that if overeater, he needs to go to OA and he will find the solution in OA. I know that an Al-Anon member can find a solution in Al-Anon. But A is not really the solution for me as a kind of a special. No, it's. I I found that this lady and 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 and, and a bunch of there was a, there was a guy that was with at meetings with me. His, his name was Krimi. He he was staying at the at the halfway house of just down the street from the club, and and he was at the meetings. And I met him outside a outside a, a shop. And and. We stopped, and I had nothing to tell him. He was sober, clean sober. 
Two days later, he overdosed and died at the halfway house. And, and not knowing, you know, it, you know, uh, this this uh, this whole thing of waiting for the, the for the newcomer to sober up and come to AA, where he is in a position where you have something to tell him, something to say. If you, you know. I have to be effective. I, I can't control how effective I am, <laughs> but I have to, you know, when, when, when I'm, 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 another story. I'm listening to inventory. This guy is, is, is sitting in my living room, and, and he's reading, reading his inventory, and, and he's going through all the, all the things, and it's mostly women. He's been sober for a while. It's mostly women. And, and this lady and this lady and this lady and he made it, it was some, some kind of a, of a fuck crusade or something and, and that he was on sober and, and, and I'm sitting in, in the living room and I know that I'm I know exactly what, his, what, what I'm supposed to say but I can't say it because I'm not current on my amends because up the street it takes literally three minutes to walk it's a house with a little lady I had you know yeah, no, no, we were not together, but we met at a bar kind of a thing, and we bullshit him. And I hadn't made the approach. I couldn't say anything. Making amends is Im- extremely important to not feeling like a guest in AA. It's extremely important in, in being effective, because you know that, that you know that that guy that you're sponsoring, he needs to... He needs to go the whole way. He needs to do, to do make every amend, and you 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 can't really tell him because you know that you would be a lying son of a bitch if you did, because you're not current on your amends. And at that time, I just knew that I had to do that. We and I, he said, I, I, I didn't know what to say, you know. And I said, okay, let's go. And we we, we went we went outside. We walked up the street, and I, I tried my best to find that. But lady, I didn't find her. She probably, yeah, she, she moved. She didn't live there anymore. We went back to my living room and we finished the, the fifth step. And, and, and it's the same way with, with, with you know, if you're, not, if you're not sure about what alcoholism is, you can't really, you know, that lady shooting up on speed, you don't know, you don't really know, you don't understand if you don't know what alcohol, if alcoholism is something, if, if the 12 step is something that you want to have neat, so neat and fixed and, 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 and packed into um, to a package with ribbons and, and, and you, want, you want something that is really clean and, and nice, then, then, you know, you, you don't understand alcoholism. That's my opinion. Sorry. I'm an opinionated asshole. That's, um, being an asshole is, is a human right and if I don't use my human rights, they will take it away. Uh, <laughs> I, I found that I, I, you know, that guy, Krimi, he, he, he died. I think that if I had, you know, been more current on my amends, I could have talked to him. I might have saved him. You know, and that's, 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 that's the, the, the stages of sorrow thing. Really, really well documented in psychology. You know, my, 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 my aunt, she killed herself. Two weeks before that, she asked me to scan these pictures. I didn't. I automatically thought that they, that, that if I had scanned the picture, she might not have killed herself. You know, you you have these people, and, and they, and they become a part of you. They they are they are, they are in the in your meeting. They are they are around you, and 
And and I I have to know how I can be effective. And 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 making amends and 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 and, and making and and being willing to to do what it takes, really. I've, I've, it's, it's, it, it breaks my heart because thinking about what I was going to say today, most of these guys are dead. They're just dead. Uh, you know, I've, I've, and and some of them aren't. When I when I when I talk to talk to these guys, I, I this one guy who he, he comes to, comes into AA, he's sober, goes to rehab, comes into AA, he doesn't know what to you know what AA is about, and he's really confused, and he's uh, going out to sea to make a lot of money. You know, he's getting a, a million and a half, two and a, two and a half million per month, Icelandic. That's a lot of money. <laughs> And, and he, he comes back to shore and he drinks again and again and again or starts gambling and a bunch of other things I don't know what to tell that, that guy until one day I'm, I'm, I moved to tell him I, I, have, I have my story my story is, you know, I drank in Iceland I moved to Denmark, blah 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 then I have something that I call an Icelandic sparisaga uh, a special story I believe then that there is another level called special, special stories that you don't say in mixed company. It makes people freak out. They go, what the fuck? And it's, it doesn't involve other people usually. It's just me doing something really fucked up. And I told him one of, the, one of those stories, and, and, and he understood. He understood. I, I told him... He was crazy, drunk, kind of coming down from something at a meeting, and I tell him tell him a story, and and a, a story that I don't, I will absolutely not share on tape. <laughs> and and he understood. He understood that I wasn't really, com- I wasn't coming down the mountain with the stone tablets and telling him how to live his life. And you should meditate, and you should write inventory, and you should make coffee. Blah 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 blah. I'm telling him my story like it really is, that I am really sick, or I was. I'm coming from that same place. And his, you know, it turned on a light. I, we, uh, the, the first thing we did in, 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 in staff work was going to his house that he bought with no flooring. He had bought the, bought the, bought the flooring and... and, 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 and he hadn't put anything down. It was all, yeah, it was all a mess. And we we did we did his floors, and it took a day, and and I, my knees were so shot after that. And he made his amends. You know, this this crazy lunatic guy who didn't know how to how to handle sobriety for more than a few weeks at a time, he he did something because I shared something with him. I shared something with him. Another guy, one of the one of the homeless guys in, in, in Iceland, he I was you know, I was tagging him along and, and he was tagging along and, and I did something that I do with the guys. I take him down to the lake in Reykjavik and I and I, I show him the world from a different angle. He died. 
but I heard later that 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 was the only meditation that he had ever done. And he was never sober enough. You know, he was never sober in meetings. He was never anything. But somebody, somebody, and I, I, you know, it's, it's, I was there to, to show him the world, to show him meditation from a really easy angle. And the, some of some of these guys, you know, you you drag them, you drag, you find the drunk guy, and you you drag him home because you you have time, you're single, you don't have any kids, you don't, you're chronically fucking single, but <laughs> 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 and and he detoxes, and detoxing from alcohol is is dangerous stuff, and he's flapping flapping on the floor and and and, and like a fish and. And cramps and shit, and, and, and you don't know what the fuck to do, and so you call the ambulance, and the ambulance comes, and he says, "Oh, it's you. Oh, we can't do anything for him." And they leave, and the cramps finish, and and, and you and I talked to the to the to the doctor for I think an hour and a half about how fucked up the system was that somebody's getting a cramp and he's dying on your floor or something. It could be dying, you know. And that guy, you know, he never got sober. He he uh, he, you know. And, and, but that's not the point. The point is not that, that I got a sponsor. Somebody got a sponsee. You know, you will not find in this book anything about get a sponsor. You will find a lot of stuff about get somebody to work with. I will not sponsor anyone today. I will not offer to be anybody's sponsor unless they ask me. But I will offer to work with them. I will offer to go through the book. I hate that label. I'm nothing special. I'm an opinionating asshole. I'm so opinionated that people leave when I talk. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be perfect. I've tried perfect too. Meditating 45 minutes a morning and meditating 45 minutes a night and, and, and being so, you know, getting so crazy in that stuff that, it, you know, I've, I dropped it. I dropped it. I, I, you know, it's it's not about being perfect. Even it's you know, like the, like we used to say, you know, before I got sober, nobody's perfect. It's it's. <laughs> it's about making an effort, because my sobriety is contingent on working with others. Work, the paperwork, steps one through nine, and and whatever, it's just a formality. It's just a formality. It's not something, it's not an end to itself. Making your amends is a luxury. It's a goddamn luxury. To make you more effective to work with others. Which is, you know, if, if you wait for, if you wait, if you spread out step one through nine through your whole life, think about it. I know some people are doing that, probably in this room too. You know, using step nine as a pest dispenser. You know, you, you do one amends and just to feel great, and so you keep a stack of amends. How about life after everything, with nothing on your back? Nothing on your back. And going to someone who is just as fucked up as you are, or even more, and, and telling them it's a luxury. I don't, there are no, there are no, there's nothing hidden. I, 
one one guy I, I one other guy he called me from the psych ward he probably called a bunch of other guys that didn't answer the phone I answered the phone he's in the psych ward I had gone to his house a few days before and, and where he was watching TV on mute doing ketamine and smoking cigarettes and he's just staring at the wall and, 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 and when I said something he just looked at me and He calls me a few days later from the hospital, and, and, and he's off the ketamine, and, 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 you know, his girlfriend threw him out, and, 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 and he stayed on my sofa. And for the next few weeks, he slept in my little disgusting room <laughs> where I lived. And he did, did his amends. He did his A-step list, and I'm, I'm, I'm driving him around the city because he, they took away his driver's license, and he's making his amends. And I'm on, on one of my amends, uh, one of his amends, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the car next to a house that's on fire. Working with others will get you through the program, and, and then, then, then you have the bright boy of wonder, somebody that comes in and he gets it, and he, he, he raises to, through his amends, and and. And he's getting ahead of you, and then pride will come in and, and tell you, hey, hey, he's going further than you have. You know, it all works together. I think that working with others and, 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 and as, you know, one guy, I, I, it helps you do, you know, helps you make your amends. And working with, yeah, and doing your amends shows you how you can be more effective working with others. I think that's, it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, there are two spokes on a wheel. One guy, he, 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 he's dead too. His name was Danny. Danny Dyla, he was, he was, he was shooting up on, on, on Dramamine. It's not a pretty, pretty sight. And we, we kind of trick him to come home and, and, and he, he's there and he doesn't, you know, it's not a pretty sight. You know, it's it's fucking disgusting. You know, Dramamine is not made for injection at all. <laughs> and he has these big brown marks all over his body, and we're just counting the seconds until we, he has to be amputated. And the day after he comes there, he, holding a subway outside our door, and, and he's crying. He's just crying, 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 crying. And, and we take him in, he... he the subway goes all over the place, and, and he's just sitting there and crying, crying, crying. And then when he stops crying, he starts to talk to people that are not in the room. And you don't know what to do about that. You don't know. I've learned not to play doctor. It's not, not, it's not good for me to play doctor. I have an opinion about a lot of things, about drugs given to people and kids and, and shit. I try to keep that out of the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, sitting, you know, meeting a guy outside the psych ward and he's, he's, you know, he was in AA 10 years ago, but he, he was told that he wasn't sober because he was doing, doing drugs, doing doc, doctor prescribed drugs, Prozac or whatever. And who the fuck do we think we are that to, to throw these people out? You know, if he has an honest desire to stop drinking, why not? What, what the hell? You know, it makes me angry because, and it, it, it makes me sad too because I was just as judgmental about that as as those people were ten years ago. This one, this is one guy that uh, all my time is up, and I, I, 
I, I'm out in the country where he lived, and, and I'm, I'm, there's a conference, and I'm speaking, and, and, and I, I go on a long walk through town with him. And we're talking, and he's asking questions, and he's asking questions, and what about this, and what is, how does this, this, this work? And, and he, he, he comes to Reykjavik, and, and he starts doing his amends, and he drinks again, and, and comes back in, and, and working on his amends. And, and he did a lot of the amends, a lot of the school stuff, a lot of the money stuff, a lot of the stuff, but he never did his family. One night he's, he calls me in the middle of the night, five o'clock or something. He's sitting outside a, outside a house. His wife and kids at home. He's drinking. And he's thinking about going back to that guy again who, who will fuck him in the ass. Just to feel something. Some gay dude that really likes, you know, him. And, that, that, um, this friend of mine, he's not gay, but he will do. He he would do that, and and you know, going to see him the day after, and he's he's, you know, and watching someone like that finish his amends and difficult family amends, and 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 start to to. To grow, he started to understand things that he could never understand before. He he thought it was really dumb. He wasn't. He was just, you know, he just had a story that that was just in the way of of you know intelligence, really. <clears throat> and and th- those guys, they are heartwarming. It's 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 good to know that he's doing great. He's doing great. He's a he's a he's a husband and a father, and he's doing great. Another guy, he, he, uh, we, we used to t- take turns the guys turns guys to drive him to rehab. He was fifties odd something, and he was living with his mom, who never stayed at home because he he was drinking there all the time. And and this, my my specialty was getting him in the car to to go to rehab without having a beer in the car. <laughs> The other guys bought beers to get him into the car, and 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 we're driving to the rehab from 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 a, out of one of the suburbs, and and he's he's there, and he's telling me that he'll never get sober, stays get sober, he'll never get sober. He's done something really really horrible, something so horrible that he never he can never get sober. And we're just a hundred meters from from the rehab when when. I finally get him to tell me what what he had done. He has done, and he looks at me drunk out of his mind, and he he says, "I killed a man." What he has, had done, I learned later, was that he had taken his his uncle, who had abused him sexually, taken him out to the to the to the lava fields outside of Reykjavik, and just executed him. And I drive him in, I, I, without missing a beat, I, I, I tell him the most horrible thing I've ever done. Again, something that you don't hear on tape. And he looked at me and he said, how could you do it? <laughs> Before I left Iceland to move to, to Oslo, where I live now, I went to a bunch of meetings that I usually don't go to. I met him there.
He's sober. And I had some role in that. I didn't sponsor him. I didn't fix him. I didn't do anything, but I played a role. And I think that is what A is about. It takes a village to raise a child. It's okay to talk to somebody who is new, even though you're not his sponsor. You know, talk to him. Tell him their story. And, and in private conversation, tell him everything. Trust them. If, they, if you want them to trust you, trust them. Tell them, tell them where you're coming from. Tell them what, what, what this is about. Tell them about stories of the guys that died. Tell them, tell them about your victories, your, your losses, your everything. I think, I think that is, yeah, that's what I have. Three minutes. Oh, good. Okay, we're done. The meeting is now open for questions and answers or comments. We ask that you limit your share to three minutes. Uh, Brian Alcoholic from uh, Boise, Idaho. Hi, Brian. Just as you were as you were speaking, I know I've been around many places in the states, and some there's quite an availability for detox, rehab, dropping people off at the hospital, and uh, you know. So when you have a wet one that is that is willing, that needs help getting getting sober, and actually where I live now, though, uh, there's like one place that you can bring them and the hospitals don't like it when you just come into an emergency room and drop them off and they get stuck with the bill so how available is uh is like rehab and detox uh here and maybe in Reykjavik as well rehab is free or detox is free so uh, you know alcoholics need all the help they can get from anyone really from family members, from 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 doctors, from psychiatrists, whatever you know, I, I of course we have an opinion what they should, what they need to do. But what the hell, you know, in in Iceland, you if you go into your first rehab, you will get in there in a matter of hours or days. If you're going for the fifth time this year, you might have to wait a few days. Yeah, you might have to wait a couple of weeks. If you're doing, if you're going for the hundredth time in your life, you might have a seat, uh, have a bed just for you. You know, it's all different. <coughs> there are different places that that do different things. Like uh, the psych ward hospital will. There was a trick to get people in there. Just tell them, go in there and tell them that you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> and 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 uh, you know, so some of us are 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 labeled as crazy and then we have to go to this this facility and and some of us are some you know there are a lot of places that will help in Iceland at least and but sometimes they they I, I you know getting sober is not that hard I'll let's talk about that after the meeting but that's <laughs> it's not that hard not picking up again that's a trick you know and, and, and they have a certain willingness. Work with that willingness that they have. If they're only willing to do service and they tell you, no, I'm, I'm not working the steps, but I'll do service, just pour service on them. If they don't have hands, they don't do the cops. But, you know, it's, you know they can do anything. That, that guy with no hands, he was a greeter. You know, he has a car today. <laughs> He's driving his car. You know, doing fine. You know, everybody can do anything, everything, yeah.
Hello, my name is Bas. I'm an alcoholic from Copenhagen. Um, I would like to know. I'm uh, I'm working with a guy, uh, working, stop working, working, stop working, uh, with a guy who is really. Uh, I mean, he's not capable of getting uh, or, or getting sober at all. I mean, I've, I've been knowing him for a year by now, and uh, and he's still <coughs> continuously lying about if he has been drinking or not has been drinking. And I just I, you know, <coughs> I really don't want to give him up because. He just asked me for for his help. Or, or he asked me for help all the time. But then, like many many people said, just drop him. I mean, he'll never uh, or, or fire him because he doesn't uh, he doesn't want to get sober. He doesn't want to get uh, uh, honest. But you know, it's like you know, I, he, he really needs help, and I'm trying to to push him a little bit in the direction of just get uh, get a rehab, go to rehab, rehab because you really really need it. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, he's totally fucked up. So I just want, want to know what your opinion about that, because, I mean, I'm actually out of uh, solutions, or if I should have some solutions, or just, you know, pick up the phone when, he, when he's calling, but, you know, it's like all, always the whining story, and, uh, and he starts up again, and he wants to meet, and he wants to read, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, he starts calling, and he's uh, drunk again, so it's like... What, what do you do? I mean, and I, I really cannot. I try, you know, escorting him to uh, to maybe to a rehab or in the city or something, but nothing. But he still asks me for help. So, and if he asks me for help, I need to say yes. So, what's your opinion? Uh, there is room for experimentation. Let me put it this way: the, the, for some guys, the only thing that you can do for them is be kind to them. For some guys, guys. The only thing that you can do for them is to be tough to them. I have started with 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 a bunch of bunch of newcomers uh, that you know we just didn't click, and they clicked with someone else. And this is a group effort, and and getting other guys on board. What they did in the beginning was, uh, Dr. Bob would 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 sponsor a newcomer, and 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 and. The newcomer would be in Dr. Bob's hospital, and, 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 and he would wake up in the hospital, whatever, and, and, and Dr. Bob would send other AA members to him, and they could not tell him how they got sober at all. That was the only rule. They could not tell him. They couldn't tell, tell, tell him about getting, getting dry, having a spiritual experience, nothing. They could just talk about drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking and drinking. And, and some guys will identify with me. Some guys just won't identify with me. Absolutely not. I'm a bit cerebral, kind of an Asperger case. I, 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 I overthink things. I will find good, you know, variations and blah, 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 something that makes sense to me. It makes no sense to other people. And then I listen to their explanation for the same thing, and it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, they, you know identification is key. It's absolutely key. If they, if you, you, we are there to build their trust, and not, you know, I didn't trust my sponsor one thing, I, one bit. I, 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 I sat there in my in my fifth step and 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 read everything from the resentment inventory except one thing, and everything from fear except one thing, and everything from sex except one thing, all the same thing, and and you know, I I had to make take the leap of faith, and they have to take the leap of faith too. And they have to, that's something that they have to do. You can't do that for them. But, but we can, we can fit ourselves to be of maximum service. I believe strongly in going into gory details. You have to, you know, I, I, I weigh them, I, I, I take a look at their, you know, I look into their eyes and, 
I'm not perfect at judging people's character, but I'm getting better every day. And 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 it's you know working with him is is, is a lot about me. You know, and this has backfired. That guy that that slept on my, you know, I, I was driving around Reykjavik. He he put out a, a really horrible story about me that was a total lie. That is, you know, still going around AA in Iceland. You know, it, it it's not it's not pretty at all. Not always. But when they do, it's it's beautiful. When they get it, it's beautiful. It's so totally worth it. And, and 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 it's not that I fix them, and it's not that I, I am a part of something. I am a part of of God or whatever coming into their lives, and 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 and, and that change. And in just, it doesn't only happen through me. You know, allow them to go to someone else if 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 that would be, will be more effective. Allow them to you know take up meditation or yoga or whatever. You know, I've seen scores of guys pick up on 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 this Sri Shimnoi thing and 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 doing meditation and and that works great. They're sober for years and years and years, and then they come back to AA sometimes, and sometimes they don't, and sometimes whatever. We're not here to collect members. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, my name is Halder. I'm from Iceland. Uh, <clears throat> I was wondering where you, uh, like Bas was asking about, where do you cut your losses between, for example, codependency and trying to help somebody and them taking advantage of you? And it's said, well, in order to get so, you really need to hit rock bottom. Where do, where do you stop? Do, do, you, do you help them dig until they hit rock bottom, or do you cut your losses and wait until they do it by themselves? If I can afford it, I will help them. I'm not. I'm. I, I had uh, two guys that were thrown out of the sober house, and 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 they could come in back again in 36 hours after, you know, getting sober. They had to be sober 36 hours to come back in, and they, two of them stayed, came in on Friday. We did our food shopping. We were living together, four guys in an AA commune, and we bought groceries for the whole week on Friday, and it was all all gone on Saturday night. They ate like pigs. Those two skinny newcomers, and 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 s- s- some of that stuff is, you know, and I, I, you know, I have to be honest with them, you know, and I, I can't be honest with them if I'm not honest with myself and my own recovery and my own amends and my own own job as an AA member, you know, if I, I know, you know, having done my amends, I can help when I can spot when they are honest and when they're not. So just be upfront with them and tell them, "Yay, you're full of shit, man," or you, you you're not you know you're gonna you're gonna drink again. And I've 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 been you know pretty famous about the, for that in Iceland. You know you're not done. You're not done. You you have to drink again, and you, you know whatever you know alcoholism kills them, not us. We might kill we not we might kill them with misinformation, but it's their own, they have to take the leap of faith. They have to be willing to, to, yeah, step on the invisible bridge, to quote Indiana Jones. <laughs> I'm sure I'm an alcoholic from Copenhagen. So one last question or comment, please. I'm an alcoholic. About 10 or 11 years ago, I went on my first uh, house call for a wet drunk. Uh, we were two guys going to a guy 
picking me up. His house was full of bottles. You know how it is. You know, it was disgusting and so on. We drove him down to the hospital on the way. He wanted to stop, get some booze. We waited four hours in the, in the emergency room before they took him in. They don't like drugs in Denmark. <laughs> we got him in there. He got sober for a couple of days. We took him out, took him to meetings. He went out drinking. I gave up. The other guy I was, uh, who made the 12-stop call, he, st- he continued to phone this guy. And this guy is sitting in the next room talking about spirituality, having almost 10 years now. Never give up. Never give up. He, that, that was my lesson that day. And in this room, this is also a recomer from hell coming to our meeting time after time and time. I, at the end, I didn't even want to say hi anymore because it was, you know, but still, never give up, never give in. Sometimes they'll get it. It'll take years for somebody. That's just my message. Thank you. That is all the time we have. Thank you, everyone, for being part of this meeting. Now I will read the non-step promises from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past, nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the world's serenity, and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. And some... Messages. The next meeting in this room will be uh, in nothing, but in room one. In Marty will be step 12 ton meeting, and in room two, Henke will be the living the traditions meeting. In room three, the Lewis room will be the Alanon meeting, prayer and meditation, 11th step. You can also find meeting schedule on the screens at the entrance of the different rooms. Furthermore, I hope to see you all in the main meeting this afternoon, where next year's Europa 2013 host will be elected. And I hope you will enjoy us at the dinner and party tonight. If you have any questions, please talk to anyone at the Europa 2012 registration or information table. Please now join me in the serenity prayer. God. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to the difference.